reaction to the role Different players, different strokes But let me Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, it's uh, 9.07, WPTF time. Mike Riley here, Ann Clapp is with us this morning, and uh, Rufus Edmonston, the former Attorney General and Secretary of State and Deputy Chief Counsel in the Senate Watergate Committee, and the current Secretary General of Gardening in North Carolina is with us. And uh, did I leave out any? I'm always worried that I leave out titles that you've had. Oh, my goodness. And Mama's Boy. And Mama's Boy? Um, were you Mama's Boy? Absolutely. Uh, I love my mama. Yeah. And uh, Phil Campbell is with us, owner of Campbell Road Nursery. And everybody needs to go see Campbell Road Nursery. That's right. Well, thank you. It's Ian. nicest people in the world. I appreciate you. Yeah. We, the nursery's around the Raleigh area are just magnificent. They, they are. really are. They really are. We're so lucky. Yep. All right, and uh, let's go to Frances right right quick. With uh, she had to wait through the news. She's down in, in New Hill. Hey, Frances. Hey, Frances. Listening to us for a long time. We appreciate that so much. You're a long time listener. Um, I've got a question this morning for Phil. Okay. Uh, Phil, do you have any roses that are called drift roses? They grow kind of low and I know you've had them. We will have a new crop of hybrid teas, a new crop of drift, and a new crop of knockouts probably about the middle of April. If you will call me at the nursery, I'll let you know exactly when they're coming in. Okay. I've seen them last year, and I I really want some of those. They're beautiful. Um, And another question. I have a lot of pansies that I bought from you, and they've done well. They're in pots. But do I continue every week to fertilize? No, I would not. <clears throat> You'd have some mighty fat yeah. pansies well, if you if they're feed out, them every week. Yeah, if they're out where they can, where they're getting rain, um, it's probably le- doing a lot of leaching. Mm-hmm. The um, fertilizer out, but um, yeah, probably about every three weeks. Right. What now. kind of fertilizer are you, are you using? Liquid fertilizer I, or? I, I put blood meal on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. With, but I just wondered. I've got so much Miracle Grow. Could I use that? You can. Okay. Just do it about every three weeks right now. Okay. And they'll be beautiful between now and the 1st of May. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's my two questions, and I'm looking forward to spring. And Me too. It, Everybody's it, waiting for spring. <laughs> it's, it's exciting to know we have spring. Yes, it is. But, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, please tell David I said hello. It's been a long time since I've seen him at church. Well, we'll say hello. I, D- David might be listening this yeah, morning. Yeah, he might be listening. Morning, Francis. David. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate that. His birthday was yesterday. So, oh, happy uh, wow. Birthday, happy David. birthday, David. Yep. yep. So, uh, He's a sweet person. I really enjoy Hey, him. Francis, why, well, don't, we, why don't we all sing happy yeah, birthday to David? You, you <laughs> chime in, too. All right, here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I don't know who's happy off key. Happy birthday, dear David. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for letting me join in on my. Yes, ma'am. You're so kind. I'll, yeah, I hope he's listening, and 
Well, maybe... we need we need choir practice. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah. I think I was well, no, cue. I need to get my headset off. We sound like Barney, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did. Okay. Somebody did. I don't I'll know. I will talk to you all again later. All right, Francis. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. We sh- what we should have done was had Monica help us sing. That's right. Yeah. What Morning, Monica. Fun. How's everything? At the, how's everything at the farmers market? Oh, doing great, and y'all sounded wonderful. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I, I would like Barney. I'm going to walk around and see who's the outlier there. And, uh, somebody was off. I don't know. Uh, I think, I think I, it was Jason in there. Jason, I think I was. It's you hard were. to sing with with a headset on. <clears throat> what? That's what the professionals do. Well, yeah, but they're professionals. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think you sounded great. Well, well, thank you, Monica. Well, it's, it's, just a, it's just a thought that counts. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. That is exactly right. Yeah. Do you like yeah. drift roses, Monica? Do I like drift roses? Uh-huh. I do. I like any kind of rose. Yeah. They're all beautiful. Yeah. Do we, what do we do to drift roses this time of year? Phil, I mean, basically that, um they're kind of like a knockout but they stay mm-hmm. a lot smaller yeah but i would go ahead and uh, maybe give them just a little bit of a trim uh, so they'll branch out uh when it starts to warm up a little bit uh, maybe if 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 you want to i mean you don't have to really do much to a drift rose because it it does stay small but uh you can and then it'll it'll make it branch more all right so, so yeah. monica I, are there any plant people out there this morning well, just our usual, but we're expecting to start seeing more here over the next couple of weeks. If the right. weather cooperates, we'll probably start seeing one popping in here and there. Um, but we do have some folks down there. I'm not sure if he's got any drift roses this morning. I know he's got some beautiful camellias and a oh. few other shrubs um, coming in. And then we've got someone with some violas and houseplants and that sort of thing. So... Um, you can stop by and check them out. We have some fresh, fresh cut flowers um, down there this morning, and they're wow. beautiful. So um, be sure to stop by and grab a bouquet of those to get yourself out of the doghouse, or maybe just to you know brighten up the house a little bit with these gloomy days we've been having lately. So just nothing more beautiful than a fresh cut bouquet of flowers on the dining room table. Mm-hmm. That is so nice. I, I, it's you've done a booming business for firewood lately, haven't you? We have. It's been pretty hot commodity, and we still have some available, so you can stop by and get that. And um, uh-huh. days like today, and with some of the warmer temperatures, a lot of folks have probably been enjoying sitting out maybe on their patio and having a little um, fire outside in their little chimney, or you know they have the little fire pits outside. Uh-huh. So right. They have some. <clears throat> um, some of the folks that sell firewood um, offer. Some that specifically cut the smaller sizes for that, and um, or something you can ask for. I have learned that because we've had a lot of requests for that. Type I bet of thing. so. Yeah, fire pits are very popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Monica, I want to know: Does getting out of the doghouse apply only to men? Well, I guess it could work both ways. I, I just wanted to clear that up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it could, right? <laughs> Have, have you been sure. in the doghouse lately? I, I've uh, been to the doghouse, but I've never known I, I, that, that Linda's in the doghouse because she's too perfect. Oh, there you go. Oh, she's just so nice. <laughs> now, that's not what she says. Is uh, Does she say that she's perfect or you say she's perfect? I've decided. Well, she doesn't say that. Cause yeah, she's I don't a, think she would say she's that. She's a, a very non non-braggy uh, woman. Yeah. He may have just put himself back in the doghouse for uh, Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's just kind of wavering yeah. here a little yeah. bit. He's kind of fumbling here. I'm trying I, to I, find I was, the right words. I was trying to build up some <laughs> some steam there for brownie points in the future. Okay. Uh, it didn't work. Well, good luck. It didn't work, Ann said. Yeah. <laughs>
So uh, what about vegetable-wise out there in the farmer shed? Yes, um, of course we have still a great selection of grains. A lot of your cool season crops like turnips and beets, carrots, Brussels sprouts, and um, seeing a little bit of broccoli. Some of the greenhouse crops, tomatoes and lettuces, that sort of thing coming in. We do have those tunnel-grown strawberries, an absolute wonderful flavor. Um, If you've not tried those, be sure to stop by and grab some, and we do have a good selection of apples still left, apple cider also. Um, Mm. We have um, local honey, the fresh sauces, and a lot of different canned goods available. Um, We've got someone with their farm fresh eggs and um, a great selection of meats and cheeses, Um, and we also have the wonderful baked goods that we um, typically have, along with some of the pastries and cookies and that sort of thing. Mm. Wow. Pastries, huh? Um, <coughs> I'm hungry. Mike's, Darn it, I gave up Mike's having a hard time. He's, I gave up pastries gave for Lent. <laughs> Doggone it. And all we've done is talked about sweets this that's morning. Time, that's why you bring them every time. Well, you just I tempt us. You're a tempt, temptress. Well, I didn't bring any of those big cinnamon rolls or anything in. I was trying to be kind. Golly, I'm going to think about them all day long now. That and that cinnamon bread up in the... Oh, well. I can't have that either. Pound cake, pound cake, pound cake. Pound cake, pound cake. draws you down there when they're baking it. You just kind of get in that little trance and follow follow you to the smell, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Welcome mm-hmm. to market shop. That's right, yeah. And lots of things in there. So interesting. Really interesting place to visit. And you can get a pretty good cup of coffee in there, too. We do, 321 Coffee. And I t- if you've not stopped by lately and visited with those guys, they have... Um, gotten everything in there looking so nice, a fresh coat of paint, and um, they've remodeled a little bit and are just doing a wonderful job. Um, they have a great selection. They're always adding or kind of creating some new mixes and drinks, and um, they have hot coffee. They have hot tea. Um, they have some of the iced coffees as well, and they are also selling their fresh roasted coffee by the bag, so you wow. can get home and enjoy it there as well. And they're doing a wonderful job. Great you, group of folks and such a wonderful cause. You know, Monica, um, I've got a friend that lives in Roanoke, and um, our pastor and his wife and their daughter, Elizabeth, mo- uh, moved to Roanoke uh, a few years ago. And Elizabeth is a part of a group that is going to be doing the same thing um, really? up there. And I'm, and she is so excited about that. Um, so I, I was really happy because I thought about the guys at, at the market, and it's just a great thing to do. Mm-hmm. It is, and I tell you, the group of um, students from NC State that come up with the idea and have seen it through, um, they're just wonderful, wonderful to work with, and so inspiring to see those young folks taking that lead and, and doing what they're doing and the relationships that they have with their workers. It's just wonderful. It right. really is. right. So, is there any uh, fresh fish from North Carolina? Local seafood. They've got the fresh fish, and they have um, shrimp. And one thing to do with those guys, if you're wanting something specific each week, or kind of want to know what the catch of the week is, um, follow them on their social media or on their website. You can place orders ahead of time, and they'll have their orders ready for you to pick up. And um, or they do have some product, you know, some of their products here available just as a walk up and. Um, situation so be sure to check them out they're bringing it in fresh from the north carolina coast every week Mm -mm. be Um, nice to have some fried flounder and 
and uh, hush puppies this morning. I can oh, eat that. Puppies. We had lasagna last week. We need some fresh fish, uh, fried mm. fish this morning. I don't, know. I don't know about this morning. But <laughs> oh, come on. Come on, Monica. That's what everybody used to do, right, Monica? They used to, if they had fish the night before, they warmed it up for breakfast the next fish morning. And eggs. I, don't, I, don't want to. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I've seen my, my daddy do that, which he liked. He would just eat it cold, you know. He, um, he uh, leftover fresh fish nah, like that. Trout, it, trout and gravy, by the way. That that was a favorite breakfast mm-hmm. my mother fixed. What about fish Fr- roe? Fried trout and gravy. What about eggs and fish roe? Oh, absolutely wonderful. Oh. It's sort of doubling it up on I eggs. I think but I would... Uh, I think I'd have to push my way from the, from the table and leave the house. As a matter of fact, I'm not that. I would not be for that. Mike's appetite just left. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't even care about pound cake now. So. <laughs> Next thing we know, you're going to talk about brains and eggs. What about so. a ham biscuit? Well, there you go, brains and eggs. <laughs> I don't have any brains. Do they, what about, do, do what about a ham biscuit from Gypsies? Oh, a ham that biscuit. better. Yeah, of course. Now we're talking. That better. Yeah. But they uh, they have uh, cakes and pies, and they got that uh, no-sugar jelly and, and uh, peanuts from North Carolina and all kinds of stuff in the market shops, don't they? Definitely. Um, and, you know, I do it a lot. I take a, a, a basket, and I go down there and fill it up for a special gift for someone. And you can fill it up with all kinds of North Carolina goodies. Satisfy the sweet tooth and um, the not so sweet tooth, and a little bit in between. So you can get lots of wonderful items. We have a lot of different gift items in there, flags, a lot of Easter stuff showing up right now, spring items getting ready to decorate with, and the meats and cheeses um, galore. Um, we have the Ash County cheeses and the North Carolina wines, the all natural soaps and lotions, and just a great selection of barbecue sauces, also. And of course, I talked about it a little last week, but be sure to go and follow um, Rainbow Meadows, their Whiskey Pig Craft Butchery um, Facebook page, because they're now doing prepared meals that you order ahead of time, and then they'll deliver them here on, for pickup on the following Saturday or Sunday. And um, they have got a great menu, a lot of really great items that they're making and um, bringing in. So, so if you're having a party or a big <laughs> gathering or something... Mm-hmm. Is that what they're focusing on? Well, no, just like, you know, whatever, lunch, dinner menu. Oh, okay. Like, wow. Um, they had some lasagnas, some burritos, some mm-hmm. squash casseroles. You know, some people just don't like, some people would rather not go to the grocery store right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's really good that people, that that's a great thing for yeah. them to do. And it's a lot of this you know, stuff is going to continue into the future, I'm sure. A exactly. lot of people, are, you know, the, the uh, takeout business. Yeah. Yep. You just get them, pop them in the oven. They've got directions, and, you know, um, they're yeah. pre-cooked, ready to go. Wow. And, um, and it's a quick meal, um, fresh, from you know, made from fresh ingredients. And also they're doing some keto-friendly um, meals as well. I did see that on their menu. Wow. That's great. That's, yeah, that's wonderful. Gosh, you just never know what you're going to find at the farmer's market. That's it. Right. And I tell you, if you go over to the craft shed, there's a lot of other unique items over there. I know there's some folks down there with their hot sauces this morning. Ooh. The spice folks are there, and gosh, they've got tons of spices. Um, that is really taking off. People love that place, don't they? Mm-hmm. You buy them by the scoop, and um, then you get your meats and what have you, and go home and grill out. Mm. Nothing better. and. Um, we have got, of course, the custom stonework folks are open today, the um, folks with the homemade soaps and lotions in there, 
And um, a couple more folks, I think, have shown up today since the weather's hopefully going to warm up and be one of the better weekends we've had in a long time. So I think we've got a few folks popping in. And um, be sure to stop by Supersod as well. I noticed that they, um, on their um, Facebook, well, there's a Facebook page that they have for their Soul 3, um, which is the big yellow bags of Soul. And they have a special right now where you order one of the big yellow bags and save $25 until March 15th. So if you'll contact those guys and um, or go to soul3.com, I think you can help arrange delivery through that. That's um, a lot of compost in those big is. bags. It is. It definitely is. But if you're preparing raised beds or just getting yeah. to, you know, kind of amend your soil a little bit, perfect. Yeah. And they'll deliver or you can pick up. And they do have it in smaller quantities if you don't need that big yellow mm-hmm. bag all at yeah. once. Um, of course, they've got all their, you know, lawn care products the sod, several varieties available. So be sure to stop with those guys. Lots of knowledge, and they'll help you out any way they can. We mentioned briefly uh, Ham Biscuit at Gypsies. They got a lot more stuff oh, they there. Do. They do, and their omelets. Y'all were talking about omelets earlier. Big omelets. Mm. Oh, yes. Awesome pancakes the size of a dinner plate. Mm-hmm. Um, fried chicken. They're, yes, <laughs> to get into the daily lunch special. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, they're fried chicken, and they're, you know, they a lot of times offer fried green tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have pork chops, their barbecue chicken they're kind of famous for as well. So great selection. If you love country cooking, want to bring the family out and just enjoy a meal, that's a great place to go. They have outdoor seating as well. So um, you can dine indoors or sit outside and um, just enjoy a wonderful meal with them. Yeah. yeah. When Melissa and I go, we, we uh, <clears throat> usually get there about noon or so. Uh, after the show, and and Melissa gets a vegetable plate, and I get mm-hmm. breakfast, and so I, they have a lot of different things to to choose from. They and it's do. all good. They do serve breakfast all day as well, and they're open till three p.m. daily. Um, so great place to stop in and enjoy. And also, um, our seafood restaurant is a, another wonderful place. So we've got great choices here. You know, um, the seafood restaurant. Just come by. You can place your order online. If you don't want to wait in line to order, um, place it online at nccfood.com. Stop by, order. They still don't have indoor seating yet, but they have a lot of outdoor seating um, there with their picnic tables. And um, great seafood. If you haven't tried it, I suggest everybody to kind of come by and, and try it and see what you think. All right. Well, we, have we mentioned the Rufus dog today? No, you know we got to talk about that, right? Rufus oh, yeah. didn't have one last week because he had, yeah, lasagna, had lasagna in here from Amedeo's, so yeah. we we didn't we didn't make it out last week. But uh, you'll hit there today, won't you, Rufus? I'll, I'll hit there today. All right. I tried and one of their K-Burgers yesterday for the first that time. That has the big shrimp in it, right? It's good. Now, the K-Burger is basically a cheeseburger. But it's, oh! Um, marinated. Well, you can get it with cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, ever how you want it fixed up. But I believe if I read the menu right, they marinated it in soy sauce, mm. and it was really good. Great flavor. Hmm. Well, what's the thing that the, that has the shrimp, the, the huge shrimp in it? That is, um, I think they're just called, they have, they have, I think they have a shrimp burger and a shrimp dog. I believe. Shrimp dog, that's what it was. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, Rufus, it's Rufus really was talking not about. shrimp. It's something else. What prawn. is it, Monica? Prawn. What? Prawn. prawn. Yeah. The prawn. Yeah, we looked that up. Yeah. It's a prawn. Mm-hmm. And they're huge. Which is a whale of a, a whale of a shrimp. They are. But, you know, they're fresh and um, something that they, you know, they're really trying to feature, feature a lot of fresh and local ingredients and in everything they're doing. Um, their chili, 
for instance, like they put on their Rufus style, they're making that themselves. Um, they're making their own chili and just, just a wonderful group of folks working there. And I was talking to a co-worker that had stopped by down there yesterday to eat. And um, I ran into him down there, and he said, that's the prettiest hot dog I've ever ate. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's a pretty hot there you dog. Go. Huh? Yeah, Good. Man, he said, they take pride in their hot You know, he said, they got the mustard on there just perfect, and they just make them. And wow. they do. They take pride in everything they do. So stop by and support those guys and give them a try. All yeah, right. when Rufus brought one of those prawns over, I thought somebody had stuffed some shrimp meat together and glued a uh, <laughs> and glued a, a tail on it that's just i mean it was like that is so long yeah. what in the world i gotta is try that? one of those <laughs> mm-hmm. well miss monica i hope you have a wonderful day you too everybody come see us and we are here seven days a week mm-hmm. all right very good Take 919-860-9783 when servicing your car you need to know your cycle of service i don't know if the mechanics ever told you that before, but uh, gosh, the cars are so complicated now. And, uh, you know, your cycle of service begins really the month you buy your car and kind of uh, get used to it, break it in. That that cycle does not necessarily match with the normal seasonal changes like we used to deal with with cars. At King's Auto Service, they'll schedule your service intervals based on that cycle. And for those of you using synthetic oil, and I would say most of us do. Uh, the recent, recently uh, manufactured cars uh, require synthetic oil. And, uh, you know, you may be driving limited miles. You, you go past uh, months and months of uh, normal service based on those miles. And so the folks at, at King's Auto Service will schedule you two or three times a year for service. They'll keep up with it. During your service, Kings will check a lot of different things like wipers, belts, tires, transmission levels, all so important. And for those of you driving a a Toyota Prius or some other type of hybrid vehicle, the certified hybrid technicians at Kings are now able to refurbish your high-voltage battery pack for less than the dealer will charge to replace it. Now, this usually occurs around... 150,000 miles or so on average. So call Kings on Monday, get a courtesy battery analysis. Kings Auto Service and Kings Correct Lube, easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh or kingautomotive.net. In business since 1946. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All righty, it's 9.34 WPTF time. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and uh, Rufus Edmonston. And Phil Campbell was nice enough to, to come in. Uh, Gerald Adams was supposed to be here this morning. He's a little under the weather. And, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, this time of uh, this time of year, there are allergies. All we were talking about early in, this, uh, in this, the uh, maples. Yes. Uh, the maple flower are starting to flower, and we you might not notice it because you don't see the the pollen on your windshield like you That's do with right. the pines. But it's the but microscopic things, and the and the maples can really bother you if you have those seasonal allergies. And uh, they're just among several different things that will start to bloom. And there are, there are things popping out here and there. 
not just the the maple blooms. And I haven't I haven't really noticed it. That's something you'll notice the the maples usually the the red yep. you know, red blooms <clears throat> on those huge maple trees. Yeah, there's a there's about five or six of them along the woods edge, and they get full sun all day long at the nursery, and that's the first place I can see them. I can just look out across that those beds and look up and and I can see the red. And so in the I fall, know. are they the first ones to to start changing color? No, the the black gum that's down in the corner. I've got one black gum, and it starts first. If you see. The, the leaves turning on that black gum is sometimes it's in August, but if you see those leaves changing, you'll know that that falls pretty close to being on the way. Um, and then, but then, yes, the maples come right after that. We haven't talked and the about poplars, yeah. Oh, the poplars, yeah. We haven't talked about hellebores, Lenten roses this mm-hmm. morning, Rufus, and they are magnificent right now. Oh, Lord. They are. I was just thinking today how I would love for you all to see my, my yard. Uh, <clears throat> so you have them all over the place. I have them probably, I, I would say hundreds, hundreds yeah. and hundreds. And I'm one of the, that cuts them back. Uh, a wonderful person that works with Phil, Parker Palmer, helps me at my place. And Parker, Parker is, as we speak, uh, out there cutting back dead leaves. Uh, you, you want to cut, I, I prefer to cut back the dead leaves so you can see all of the flowers. But they're, on, they're, on the Lenten roses. Yeah, so they're easy to grow. They don't particularly need any fertilization. They grow in sun and shade. What uh, about wetness? Do they? They don't mind wetness. They don't mind they don't dryness. They don't mind anything. The, yeah. I, I've never found anything that bothers them. Because, you know, that, I'm sure there are plants suffering right now because of all of the, the wet. I've noticed, um, I noticed some of my camellias and um, out in the pines I've noticed that that they're yellowing, and some other um, a lot of some other yeah some other shrubs that are yellowing out, and I think it's just I think it's just so much rain that yeah it's not it's not just because they're they're evergreen right no oh no you'll see that with azaleas a lot this is like the whole tree yeah is starting to get yellow Mm -hmm. a yellow a little bit of a yellowish tone to it. If, if I were to be asked if there are any two plants you ought to have, besides roses and camellias, but I'm talking about perennial plant, would be hellebore and flocks, tall flocks. Yep. We were talking a while ago about you you having some tall flocks. Yep. I think that's the – I call flocks the, the workhorse of the flower family. You, you, you get rare diseases except a little, little mold here and there. You, they keep blooming all summer long into the fall as long as you clip back the, the, the dead deadhead it. And it's just a wonderful plant. It's so many different colors. Well, there's the flocks that we see in the spring on the banks along right. the highway. The creeping flocks. Right. Creeping flocks. Right. That right. is very low growing and really <clears throat> you don't notice it But uh, the rest of the year. Right. But it really looks nice. And then there is uh, what what type of now you're talking about a different flock. The tall flock that's, yeah. that's three or four feet tall. There's a white one called David, and that's probably one of the older ones, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. But they are they come in every color in the rainbow now. In fact, Including orange. Yeah. Yes. Including, one of my, and um, that orange one is strange. Yes. Yeah. One of my landscapers <laughs> ordered some the other day um, that I – that w- it's a new, a new one that's come out. So I can't wait to uh, – 
to see all those perennials start to come out and bloom. It's mm-hmm. they some of them when they ship them to us, there's nothing but the roots, and they're barely starting to to peep out of the soil, and to watch that grow from now until about the end of March and become just a beautiful perennial plant is just, you know, between now, I guess, between the end of March and the, and mid-April, they'll just be gorgeous. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're beautiful. So Richard is in North Raleigh. Richard, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Yes, sir. How can we help you today? Well, I got a question about uh, pruning um, arborvitae trees. So do you, uh, do you, all right, ask, how do you want to prune it? Do you want to, do you want to prune it drastically? Is that what you're looking for? Is it getting in the way of your yeah, view of something? Way, it's, yeah, you know, it's girth is getting uh, um, kind of like out of control, and I want to try to bring it back and try to make it a little bit more conical and narrow. Um, it, um, the tree's probably about, um, uh, 15 foot tall right now, but its girth is uh, is getting out of control. Anybody, uh, Rufus, do you have any arborvitae? Oh yeah, they they're. Uh, I mean, you can heavily prune those things. There's no doubt about resilient. you can heavily prune them, and you <laughs> you can do sort of like uh, I hate to say this because y'all make fun of me, but you can you can do a a butch haircut on these things. I would yeah, never make yeah, fun yeah, you, you, of a former attorney general or secretary of state. Yeah, you, you can do a, a flat top haircut on those and trim a little off because it, it's not going to hurt an arborvitae however much you trim it. That's the Latin version of it. Uh, so uh, spring, when do, you, when do you prune yours? Yeah, well, mostly any time of the year, but now, now's a good time as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, early spring... Uh, or midsummer, okay. I've heard, yeah. but early spring, you know. Yeah, it'll come back. It'll obviously, just come back out. Richard, you want you want to get to this as soon as possible. But early early spring is probably what I've heard the best okay. time. Okay. Um, but it's a good right. time right now. Prune prune okay. before the the you know the the growth starts if you want to, but you know. Sure. Okay. Also on. Um, but be careful how not- you how you prune it. Yep. Okay. Also, on knockout roses that have been established pretty well over one, can um, pruning those, can I basically just prune those back almost to the ground and they'll come back, or is that going to be too... You know, as, as long as they're healthy and they, they've been pretty healthy, no disease problems I don't, that I don't you've known of? I don't think they've really had disease problems, but I don't think they're quite that healthy. I think they're just, you know, they were just pretty gnarly. And um, um, some of the growth, uh, some of the, the, the stems, you know, like maybe four, three, four inches off the ground, they're probably about, about um, you know, two to three inches in diameter, but, you know, um, kind of decayed a little bit. But, you know, coming off of that, there's, there are... There Does are, it have really big thorns? Yes. All right. That, that uh, sounds like rose rosette disease to me and if if that's the case you can i mean you can you can google that and and look at a at a photo of of that but uh, witch's broom is the way i've i've heard it described and it's very sickly looking that has uh, been kind of a scourge of of knockout roses and, and phil describe 
you just brought up a, a photo of it. Yeah, I found, uh, unfortunately, I found uh, a knockout. No, it was an oh-so-easy is what it was. It was a proven winner, actually. Oh-so-easy rose um, at the uh, nursery this week. It was kind of over to the side uh, in some of the where we just overwintered a few uh, leftover roses, and it was coming out. And, and what happened with this one is it has reddish on the stem, and then the, the new growth, well, it's kind of like new growth, but the whole rose hasn't really started to, to bring out new growth. So this, th- it was very obvious something was going on. It has a, yeah. a reddish, root, kind of a ruby red uh, growth on it, and it's, it's, it's really clustered, I guess. Uh, I call it like a rooster's comb. <clears throat> yeah, it's clustered on the stems. And, and huge... And the Huge, thorns, uh, thorns. Are, are really weird looking. Yeah, I mean They're the plant. Really the plant together. is really weird looking. Yes. So, um, so, the, so the best solution would be just to. You need to if that's if that's what we've described is is your plant, then you need to dig Go it up, dig it up, and get it off your well, property. If you, yeah, if you could send some pictures. Yeah. Or um, or take a picture and and take a picture and take it to a nursery. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but Take it, yeah. But here's the deal. You may only have it on one or two. And if you only have it on one or two, you could take those out. And then but, but don't clip anything because if you take the clippers and clip one and then clip the other one without cleaning yeah. your clippers, you're going to you're going to trans just keep taking it on down through the roses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, the, the the whole row, there was about a dozen of them and they all were pretty much the same. Couple of them uh, a couple of the plants just, you know, gave up, and um, you know, I, I could, I could, I could grab it, and it would almost pull right out of the ground. So, yeah. but oh. the other ones were were pretty solid, but they just, you know, just really clustered at the top, like you say, you got this funny ruby looking color to them. Uh, okay, you know, well, yeah, of, you need to <clears throat> you need to get rid of those, but you know, just to f- be safe, uh, take a picture of it and, and yeah. show it to somebody at a nursery sure. at uh, Campbell Road or or uh, okay. Logan's or garden hut or someplace around right. that's convenient for you and i hate to tell you that so you're going to have to how many of these did you have there's probably there's there's a dozen there's so 12 to 15 of them okay. actually they're, they're not mine they're on my neighbor's property and he's asked me to prune them okay so well tell them tell him that uh yeah explain this about him rose rosette yeah. is, is what we think you have described here and rose rosette disease is not easy to get rid of. No. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, guys, got a great show. I listen to you every week. Uh, appreciate everything you. Have well, thank you very much, uh, Richard, you. for calling. We appreciate you being a okay. part of the show. Okay. Well, thank you. You guys have a great. Yes, day. sir. Bye. Yeah, you know, it's uh, we haven't heard a lot about rose rosette in in the last year or so. There was a period there where a lot of the knockout roses were being infected and um so maybe that's not as much the case now yeah it's i've seen it a lot oh you have i have i've seen it a lot unfortunately at some of the shopping centers and some of the mcdonald's restaurants and places like that where they've just put so we don't know how old those plants are they may be a few years old right right but um it's just it's sad yeah because it but that's what happens when, when we plant, plant a lot, too many of one kind. It was so popular. The rose, yeah, they uh, 
you know, the knockout every, roses has been uh, have been so popular. You know, everybody wanted them, and and they planted them all over the sides of the roads. I I know there's one place up around Greensboro where there's a, a tremendous embankment just covered in knockout roses, and it just it's not good. It's not healthy. It's not. Yeah. He- it definitely yeah. is not healthy. When you plant a hedge, we've <laughs> talked about many times. Plant you don't plant one of you don't plant the same plant uh, no. in a long row. Nope. Uh, you you change it up a little bit, plant different things, so that'll that'll uh, be a lot more healthy. So they don't all get the same disease. Well, that and just the different textures and yeah, colors on I the plants so. are really pretty. Yeah, plant some some little gem magnolias or some of the smaller or slower growing magnolias right. with some you know a lot of different things, a lot of different evergreens. Yeah, good suggestion there. Yeah, camellias and and uh wax myrtles Mm -hmm. so yeah different textures more of the weekend gardener coming up here on wptf it's 9 48 for 40 years it was the tar heel gardener and since then the weekend gardener has invited you into their backyard a WPTF tradition since 1945. 9.52 WPTF time. Next week here on The Weekend Gardener, Dr. Denny Warner is going to, uh, he was going to come up here. I said, well, why, don't you, why don't you just stay home be on the phone for the first show? I talked him into, uh, and, uh, Phil introduced us at, I mean, everybody knows in the gardening world knows Dr. Denny Warner, who has mm-hmm. done so much at NC State. But he's going to be on the show next week. And I'm I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm I, at Phil is on today substituting for uh, Gerald, but I asked her if she'd come back next week because y'all are good friends. Yep. And uh, for his first show, he might be comfortable with with uh, with somebody he knows. Yep. So uh, even even though the rest of us are, are fairly nice people. Yeah, you are. You're, in the you're right easy. in the right situation. That's right. You're easy to get along with. So is he going to uh, be on from home or? Yeah. Come in. Yeah, I told him just to. You know, stay with us until he gets cauliflower ear, or or just gets tired of us. Yeah, <laughs> and he can hang up. But he's going to be on for a while. We'll. Uh, yeah, he's done some wonderful. Um, he'll talk about it, I'm sure. But he's done some wonderful. Uh, he and Lane both together because Lane worked with him at, at NC State, and they've done lots of breeding on red buds and budlias and. Yeah, all those all those tiny of, little yep. little uh, budlia the the butterfly bushes. Yep. Were yeah, developed are, by Dr. Denny Warner. Little things, yep. yeah. Yep. And uh, the Ruby Falls, and there are several varieties now, but it's yep. a weeping red bud, and yep. we've had one at church for several years, and it is such an interesting plant year-round. It's just the form of <clears> it; <throat> it's a perfect form, and just the lovely, lovely ruby red. Oh, it's not actually not ruby red, but uh, it's a little, little more maroony type mm-hmm. leaves that stay for a long, long time, and then um, it, it eventually gets some green in it. But it's it it's fairly reliable. You know, some of the plants yes. that come out maroon or red or some are variegated don't stay that way. But but uh, the Ruby Falls seems to work pretty well, and it uh, it'll continue growing down and weeping and weeping, weeping and uh, some of our our uh, Grounds committee ladies uh, like to trim it off a little bit at the at the bottom, 
and give it a little more form. So it's uh, we that's a, a wonderful plant. So Dr. Denny Warner, who I guess is I don't I think he is retired. Uh, He's yes. not teaching anymore that I know of. Uh, Bryce Lane keeps keeps his hand in it some, yeah. I think, but I don't know. We'll have to find out from Dr. Warner if he's if he's uh, going to go back and teach or if he uh, is still teaching maybe one course or, or something. One of their daughters lives in Colorado, so I think they're Yeah, I'm a Facebook having, friends with him, so he's out there a lot with his grandkids. Having fun going back and forth there. So that's, that's quite great. a different terrain to deal with. <laughs> yeah. But he's uh, last year he was uh, showing us – fields and fields of red buds and oh. and it's a very very interesting gentleman so we look forward to that and thank you phil for introducing me to him and uh, wow i had no idea he would be on the show but he he, he, he said we'll do a, it quite a person yep. All right. well i guess this would apply to him risk takers are history makers Oh, you're reading from your uh, reading cliff joiner the cliff joiner uh, book from nashville book from nashville yeah <laughs> Risk takers are history makers. That's right. So that'd be Dr. Denny Warner. Yeah, that's right. Well, he's definitely a history maker. Not a history professor, but he's a history maker. All right, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Rufus, do you usually uh, trim your liriope, or do you just let it go? If I can remember it, I, I do, and I should do that, but sometimes I don't. And I didn't this year. So it's a little not. It's not too late, is it, Phil? No, it's. What, it just depends. Yeah, you you just need to check and see if it's started to come out. You got yet. that new growth up there. You yeah. can't uh-huh. exactly run over it with a lawnmower <clears throat> right. like some people do, and and the weed eater is not is going to chop it all up. And you don't want the new growth to be hurt, so you have to be really careful. Yeah. No, I'm going to look it over this afternoon and see if I can use the weed eater on it. That that's been satisfactory. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can. I did. I did remember to trim my zebra grass before it started coming back up. Right. That I use as a Christmas tree. I, I bustle it up mm-hmm. and use it as a Christmas tree. <laughs> okay. Uh, how right. often does does the word bustle uh, make it onto a radio show? But, not uh, mi- not much anymore. <laughs> Maybe back in the day. Do they still make bustles? <laughs> you do. Don't ask me. Obviously. <laughs> Oh, me. Well, I um, the the roses are talking about maintenance. So we we uh, we did a little talking about uh, maintaining the roses and and trimming those some uh, this year. You can probably still do that since it's February. Yeah, hybrid teas. I think uh, ours got cut back about two, maybe three, about three weeks ago. Came in and cut them, cut them back, and cleaned them up. So. So that um, yep, any time now. What good. else can we be be doing pruning right now? But do you prune anything? Well, we're uh, we're supposed to be doing a work uh, time at the church, and knockout roses is one of the big things that we're going to work on. Have they been pretty reliable uh, at your church? The the, the knockouts? We, Have you had to replace? There's any? one that died. I never saw any uh, rose rosette disease on it, but it maybe it had voles or something. Yeah, it could have been. Um, but um, we'll do, we'll just do a little bit of uh, clipping around the edges. I'll tell you one thing we're going to do is we'll probably clip some of the um, some of the uh, burn, lack of a better word, uh, off of the lower pedalum. It got burned with Roundup, mm. um, where it just kind of 
was it volatized or something? It just went up mm-hmm. into a cloud, and then it settled down in sort of some of the lower pedalum. And so the it's very easy I'd to like do. To, I'd like to clean some of that uh, some of that up. So when the new growth comes out, it right. looks it looks okay. Um, and just there's lots of you know you need to go in and get rid of your ivy and things like that if you if you've got that around now. You, just uh, if you don't mind using Roundup, like Rufus was saying, take a paintbrush, or you can do one of those um, one of those swipers that has a rope on it, and you don't have to spray the Roundup. Now, so. now Irv Evans used to talk about uh, tax time around the fifteenth of April, cutting the ivy. I don't. That's probably earlier now, obviously, but it needs some new growth. Right. That's right. where you hit the new growth, but. Of course, trimming. If you've got it on a tree, you trim. You know where it's where it's uh, coming out of the bottom, right, uh, out uh, of the soil, right. And uh, you know, so right. we we cut some on a big tree down behind the greenhouse, and uh, it's. I tell you, that stuff's really hard to get rid of. I don't even it know. Is. I don't know. There's some growing out. I've got some gardenias right at the front of the house, gardenias and andinas, and there's a. There's a trail of ivy coming out from there, and I have no idea where that came from. I mean, it's just coming out from under all those shrubs. We'll be back. <laughs> 